rightly positioning God's people to be who He has called them to be and do what He has called them to do. Welcome to Roadmap to Destiny with Rev. N.K. Imisa, the Senior Pastor of Destiny House International. Now, today's word. Hallelujah. First Chronicles chapter 5, verse 18. You see a group of people who are about, a group of men who are about to go to war with another group of men. Hallelujah. And the Bible begins to list their qualifications. <laughs> they have they are presented their CV before the war. And Bible says that they, they, they had valiant men. You know the meaning of the word valiant. I want to show you the meaning of the word valiant. Valiant means brave, fearless, courageous, lion-hearted, <laughs> bold, daring, audacious, unalarmed, unflinching, dauntless, spirited, unshrinking. These are the kind of men that these people had. These are the kind of men that were taken to war. Bible talks about their numbers. They were 44,760. 44,760. Bible says they were skilled. They knew how to use the bow and the arrow. They could stand afar off and still shoot and they will get you. They are people who are skilled. They didn't just have numbers. They have the men and the men had skill. Are you with me? I mean, if you look at the qualifications of these people, it's almost as if that before you see them, you already give up on the fight. Because they are, their numbers are intimidating. Can you imagine if you are going to play a match against a, a team of Levin Ronaldo's? You understand what I'm talking about? I need your response. Yes. And they wage war against the Hagarites, blah, blah, blah. And Bible says that what they cried out to God in the battle, and he granted their agent plea because they trusted him. And then we go to Proverbs 3, verse 5. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean up on your own understanding in all your ways. Acknowledge it. Listen, if your results are common, it was produced by common sense. If your results are uncommon, then we now begin to talk about the God factor, which is the title of my message. Because God does not produce common things. I'm talking about the God, I'm talking about the God who met when he was choosing his disciples, he met them at the sea. And they told him, he told them that they should let down their nets. And they said, Master, we have toiled all night and we caught nothing. In fact, in fishing, if you want a lot of fish, you fish at night. So I'm not surprised that they were fishing at night. And they were even saying that we have toiled all night and we caught nothing. Because according to the rules of the game, when you fish in, in the night, you are supposed to get a bounty harvest. You understand what I'm saying? But the appearance of a man called Jesus Christ, the God factor... He says, let down your net. 
and they let down their nets and they got a harvest that they have never recorded in their entire career. In fact, when they even called for other companies to come and support them because they are getting too many contracts, they could still not carry the blessing that had hit them because of the God factor. That was an uncommon result that they have achieved in their entire career. Any other result that they had achieved was based on common sense. Common sense, for example, when we fish in the night, we get a lot. I'm talking about the God who made a village girl called Esther become the queen. Bible says in Esther chapter 2 verse 15 that the king loved Esther more than Vashti. And he put the crown upon her head to become queen. I'm talking about a God who empowered four lepers. And because of that, a breakthrough and a prophecy came into manifestation. They were at the gate and they said, Should we sit? Shall we sit here until we die? They decided to move. They said, If we die, we die. If we perish, we perish. If if they spare our lives, then hallelujah. And Bible says that as soon as they begin to walk, the Lord made the people in the camp of Syria hear their footsteps like an entire army was coming up against them. Ladies and gentlemen, I thought that when you are running and you have a car, you will enter your car and run with it. I thought that when you are running, you have a horse, you will get on your horse and run with it. But they fled and left their properties. That was an uncommon exploit and an uncommon achievement. Now, anytime a man wants to achieve something uncommon in his life, he can never achieve it by common sense. He can never achieve it by his CV. He can never achieve it by his skill set. See, if we are talking about fighting battles, these are men who did not need God because they had everything that it took to win the battle. They didn't have to include God. I'm talking about valiant men, brave men, unflinching, relentless, spirited. And they had the skill. They knew how to use the instrument that they were taking to work. But there was something that they did that gave them uncommon results. Bible says that they cried out unto God and God heard them for they put their trust in him. So the battle no longer became a man's battle. The battle became God's battle. Which means that your business can become God's business. Which means that your ministry can become God's ministry. Which means that your gift can become God's gift. Your contract can become God's contract. So that when five people are fighting over the same contract, because you have put your trust in God, it will be God fighting for that contract, not you fighting for that contract. When the Bible says that they put their trust in God, it means that they put those weapons down and they took it again. When they put the weapons down and they took it again, it was no longer them holding the weapon. It was God himself holding the weapon. So if the arrow was supposed to shoot one person and kill the person, all of a sudden the arrow shoots one person, passes through him, passes through the next person. By the time you realize one arrow had killed ten people because their tools had been empowered for uncommon results. The God factor brings about uncommon results. I'm talking about a young boy called David who fought a national challenge and won. Listen. When David was about to go and fight, the king said, I take this armory. He said, no, take it. I don't need it. I will fight with my bare hands. He said, I come to you in the name of the Lord. I don't come to you in my CV. I don't come to you in my qualifications. I don't come to you with my experience. Maybe you by experience, this is how you fight. But me by experience, I rely on God. 
By experience, this is how you win your battles. But by experience, I trust in God to fight the battle for me. So that it no longer becomes my battle, but it becomes God's battle. They won the battle not because of what they had, but because they put their trust in God. You are too wise for God to help you. That's your problem. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Listen, there is a big difference between faith and trust. Most of the time, we just use it anyhow. Faith is based on no evidence. You understand? Have you seen God before? No. But you believe, that's faith. Faith has to do with believing a thing when you can't see it. Trust has to do with having someone who has a track record. And so because of that, you trust the person. That's the difference between faith and trust. So trust has something to look upon. That is why we can say that the God of our fathers, you see, anytime they begin to make such things in the God of our fathers, they are displaying their unflinching trust in God because they know that the same God who did it yesterday can do it for them today. So we put our trust in God because we see that he has done it before. And we see that he does it all the time. Because, listen, promotion does not come from the north, from the west, from the... Promotion only comes from God. And there is no way you are going to achieve something extraordinary in this life if you are going to work by your own skills and your own uh, abilities. It is only when the God factor comes in that you can achieve something extraordinary. Success is when God empowers a normal ability and just makes it bloat. And all of a sudden, a normal person, a normal gift, a normal thing has become extraordinary because that thing was placed in the hands of the Lord. That thing was placed in the hands of the Lord. Anything that you place in the hands of the Lord, you give it the right to prosper and to do well. Because you have expressed your trust in the Lord. Are you with me? So there is nobody who has achieved something great and they don't have some history. It's either I was God or something else. See, when you see, when you see success, you don't celebrate it. You have to find out what led to the success. Men have trusted God. Men have worked with God. And have waited on the Lord to give them good success. You understand what I'm talking about? It's your trust in God that will initiate you in this life. Listen, life is a mystery. So if you don't involve the God factor, you will suffer from the misery of life. Because in Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 11, let's read it. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 11. I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, nor the battle to the strong. Neither yet bread to the wise. Neither yet bread to the wise. Nor yet riches to men of understanding. Listen, I thought it is the strong people who must win the battle. Yeah. 
Isn't it the strong people who must win the battle? Yes. Isn't it the fast people who must win the race? Isn't the men who have skill and understanding who must get good money to spend? But he said, I returned and I saw under the sun that these things were not so. These things were not always so. Time and chance favored all of people. Listen, if you put your trust in God, he can do something for you beyond your ability. You see, we, don't, we have a certain problem as human beings. It's not a devil problem. It's not a family problem. We have a trust issue with God. If we trust God like the way we trust men's gold, hey. if we trust God like the way we trust other investment packages, see, God is the best person to invest with. If you read Proverbs 3, 5, let's go, verse 9, thereabouts. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5, verse 9. Honor the Lord with thy substance. Honor the Lord with your substance. And with the first fruits of thy increase. And with the first fruits of your increase. Verse so shall thy bands be filled with so plenty. So shall thy bands be filled with plenty. Look at and God is the best person to invest with. One of the proof that you have put your trust in God is when you give him your resources. I'm not only talking about your money. I'm talking about your strength, your time. The best part of your life right now. You see, there is someone who should believe that as a young man, by this time, I should be working, I should be saving, I should be getting busy here and there, trying to build my future. But if you trust God, that he is the one who brings promotion, that he is the one who brings increase, you will give some of your resources to God, your time, your energy, and you will stop complaining. You will give your money to God, and you will stop complaining, because you trust that when you put your resources in his hand, you will increase it. Give him the first what? Fruit of your increase. So shall your bonds be full. You have a trust issue with God. If we trust God like the way we trust men's God in this life. Say the God factor. The God factor. And nobody makes him a somebody. But you see, there is a process. The process includes faith and trust. See, so you, you, can't, you can't begin to feel like you are doing too much for God. So you think you are doing too much, I'm sacrificing too much, and I'm, my time, I don't even have time in day for my money. You think you are doing too much for God. Listen, you know the reason why you are even sitting here. People sacrificed their lives. People came to this country with their coffin. They left their wives and their children. And they came at the mercy of mosquitoes. They came and died for the gospel. And today there is Christianity here. And you are sitting here in this AC church. You think you are doing too much for God. People died for that which they believed in. They were ready to die for it. They didn't care what was going to happen to them. What about those who just married and they left their, their family, they just finished their education and they left all and came to a place that they didn't know what was going to happen to them. And because of that, you and I can sit here. You and I can sit here. It is all manifestations of trust. Different forms of manifestation. When you trust something, you will put your resources in you understand what I'm talking about? See, we're not operate by the principles of the world. Like I said, if we are operating by the principles of the world, 
The young man should say that this is what I want to do with my life. This is what I want to become successful. Listen, many of us, we know what we want to become, but we don't really know the path that leads to what we want to become. You understand what I'm saying? But God is the holder of my future days to come. So I would rather put my trust in the one who holds the future and have the confidence that he is able to lead me into that future which I desire. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11. He said, I have it all planned out. I have plans to give you the future that you hope for. Yesterday during the prophetic meeting, we all saw that God knows the things that we like. He said, I have to give the future that you hope for. Most of the time, the things that we desire, when we God makes us take a, a certain path that looks like it is not equal to the things that we desire, don't be deceived. By the time you get to the end of the path, you have gotten all those things and more. You can't be sitting here and feel like you are doing too much for God and you want to take a break and you think it's this and you think it's that. Listen, get away. You know what? Just get away. Yes, because people have died because of this thing called the gospel. People have lost their lives. It's not just, it's not meat and drink. People have lost their lives to ensure that there was continuity in this thing that we are doing. You have become very proud. Be careful, God does not remove you. I told you, God, He can fire you when you still do well. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. You trust in the systems of the world. You go to the bank, you don't know the receptionist, you don't know the bank manager. He's not your uncle, he's not your auntie. The person you gave the money to, whether he put it in the system or not, you don't know. But you went to deposits and you just came out not even thinking that anything can happen. But before we deposit our resource into God's offering bowl, we think deeply. We think deeply. I said God is the best person to invest with. It's not me that I say. It's the Bible that says. God is the best person to invest with. He doesn't only take money. He takes the best part of your life. Right now, you are young. He wants because God is going to take that very thing. Don't stop. God is going to take that very thing and make something big out of it. I'm talking about your life. God, you are going to achieve uncommon results. But anybody who achieves common results, common sense. But that's not what we are looking for. Let me show you something in Deuteronomy chapter one, verse eleven. The kind of blessing, the kind of blessing that we are looking for, the kind of blessing that God wants to give to us, the kind of breakthrough that God wants to give to us, it's not that of the ordinary. Deuteronomy 1 11. It's not that of the ordinary. And so we can't we can't we can't create a common path. Because a common path will lead to common results. Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 11. And may God, the God of your fathers, and may keep God, it, the God of your fathers, keep it up and multiply you another thousand times. Multiply you another thousand times. Bless you just as He promised. Bless you just as He promised. Another verse. 
the kind of blessing that God wants to give to you is a thousand times more blessing. I'm talking about a young boy who achieved something that nobody in his entire family line has achieved. Like I told you yesterday, some of you should you should know where you are coming from. Know that where you are coming from, nobody has ever retired with a Mercedes Benz. Nobody has ever retired owning a house. All these things, God knows that we need them. There is nothing wrong with preaching it. Because God wants us to even have heaven on earth. You understand what I'm saying? But these things will not come by just following the natural process. It is one level. But there is a higher level which does not make sense to man. You see, I don't know why it is easy for human beings to believe other things. Like when you invest, you give you 10% every month. Isn't this like a higher level of what we are used to? But it is easier for us to believe it. But it's not easy for us to believe when it comes to God. That's why I'm saying our problem is not a devil problem. Our problem is a trust issue with God. Are you with me this morning? May the Lord make you a thousand times more. May the Lord bless you. I said, may the Lord bless you. I love that Ecclesiastes will also not For the race is not to the strong, but the battle to the strong. My battle is not to the strong because I'm no longer the one fighting my battle. It is God who is fighting the battle. That's why I sing, you are bigger, bigger than the biggest. You are strong, stronger than the strong. There is nobody who is stronger than God. So if I can lift up my battle and put it in God's hand, then I am safe. Because there is no way God can be conquered. The race is not to the swift because I am not the one running anymore. Because it's God who is running for me. They put their trust in God. And the battle became what? God's battle. And they won. I'm talking about people who could have won the battle on their own. But you will be surprised. That when you begin to trust in your own strength, before you say, Jack, you are gone. This is the kind of influence that was on the that a young man was able to do in life. Mind you, David already had skill. David also had skill. Because he said, By my hands, I have killed lions and bears. That came to attack my sheep. And he had already been using that sling stone for a very long time. He had the skill. But he didn't say, I come to you in the name of my skills. I come. Do you know me, Goliath? Do you know me? I have killed a lion before with my bare hands. Goliath, do you know me? I have killed a lion. I have killed a bear with my hands. Do you know me? Do you, do you know the experience that I have? Do you know the places I've been to? Do you know the school I went to? Do you know the class that I got? Do you know the kind of family I belong to? Do you know the money in my account? Do you know what I come to the table? He said, I come to you in the name of the Lord. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. If I come to you in the name of the Lord, Master, forget it. Because it's no longer me. It is the Lord himself. The Bible says that for men shall know that he rules in he rules in our affairs. So God is interested in ruling in your affairs. 
He's interested in ruling in whatever you are fighting, whatever you are dealing with at work. He's interested. That's why I said that even if when someone's job is on the line, when we involve God, the person can get a job. Look at somebody and say, involve God. He wants to rule in the affairs of men. This is my God that I'm talking about. You need to trust. You need to trust Him. You see, what we need, especially as young people, is unreserved trust in the Lord. Look at somebody and say, unreserved trust in the Lord. Unreserved trust in the Lord. The kind of trust that you put, you will give Him all your resources, give Him all your energy, all your time, all your money. Unreserved trust. Self trust. Now, if you even trust your boyfriend more than God, trust your girlfriend more than God. God who has never told me to God, you have trust in It's a sad thing. Jeremiah chapter 6, verse 16. That says the Lord, stand in the ways and see, and ask for the old paths, where the good way is, and walk in it. Then you look for the path that the old people found. The path of trust that our fathers like Abraham took, that he left his father's house, his kid, everything about him, and decided to follow God to a place that he Look for those parts. Look for those. Show us those ancient ways. Where you have found it, walk in it, learn from it, and find souls from your rest. Find rest for your souls. This is what the scripture is Men have walked this path already. They have displayed their unreserved trust in God. And God didn't tell them. I came to tell you something this morning. That with the God factor, you will become what you, you have to become. With the God factor, you will do what God says you can do. Because it's no longer you, it is God in the thing. When you go to the place that you must speak, it is no longer you speaking, it is God speaking through you. When you start to do your work, it is no longer you working, it is God working through you. You need to believe that. Because once you, once you surrender it to God, oh, That is your victory right there. That is your victory right there. Listen, that's your victory right there. In this year, you are not attacking anything by your own skill. You are not attacking anything believing in just yourself. You are attacking everything knowing that this is for God. This is God's. This project is God's. This work is God. This thing that we are doing is God. Involve God. Look at somebody and say, in God. Say, my trust is in you. Emotion does not come from the peace of the words of the sea. Emotion comes from the Lord. The Bible says that He said, God gives you the perfect gift. Hallelujah. Give the perfect gift. If you will trust in the Lord, if you will invest with God, 
you will invest. I said you will see uncommon results. You will see uncommon results. You will see uncommon results. See, the things that we want to achieve are uncommon. So there's no way they can be achieved just by our own strength and our own strategies and the books that we have read and the seminars and conferences that you attend. What you see, there is something that those people never say. They don't say, I'm to show you 50 ways that you can become successful. 50 ways on how you can become a millionaire. Share. See, there's 50 ways of becoming a millionaire. Focus. Dream. Be determined. When I fall, I rise. So I don't give up. So I go. When you wake up in the morning, trust me. Listen, we don't have anything. All we have is God. Maybe you have something, I don't know. But I'm happy for you, though. It's good. I'm happy for you. But me, I don't have anything. Don't have anything. All I have is God. And my trust is in so I know that the things that we are looking for, the Bible says that the expectations of the righteous shall not be cut. Shall not be cut. Whose report will you believe? You will believe the report. Look at somebody and say, I will believe the report of the Lord. Whose report will you believe? God is a God of genius. You know why I say that? God is a God of genius. God likes to walk with you. He likes, he likes to walk with you from the beginning to the end. Through the storm. Through the, the, the miracles. Through the bad times. Through the waters. And through the victories. God is a God of genius. Look at how he genuinely with the Israelites. Look at how he genuinely with the people of old. How he worked with them. How he led them. He's a God of genius. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast. We trust you have been blessed. To interact with the man of God, follow him on Instagram at n.k underscore emisa. Stay blessed.